0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand. The place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hallelujah. So we're going to continue. We've been talking about faith for supernatural living. How many people have been learning about faith? Do you love faith? Yes. Do you know that faith is one of the things that Jesus said? He said um, in, in Luke chapter 18. I'm not going to go there. He says, when the Son of Man comes... Will he find faith on the earth? He didn't say, when I come, will I find believers? He didn't say, when the Son of Man comes, will he find Christians on the earth? No, no, no. He says, when he comes, will he find faith? Will he find faith on the earth? Why is faith so crucial? Pastor, why do you keep talking about faith? Because without faith, you cannot cannot do business with heaven. You can't do business with heaven without faith. There's no way you can can experience what God has, has ordained for you without faith. There's no way you can walk in the promises of God without faith. There's no way you can walk in authority without faith. There's no way you can become who you should be according to God's word without faith. So faith is crucial. That's why the enemy does everything to confuse you so you don't have faith. He does everything he can to steal your faith. He causes situations, circumstances to cause you to begin to question to begin to question god to begin to question god's love to begin to question god's word to begin to question the integrity of god he does things like that why because he knows that if your faith is intact if you get it right with your faith if you get it right in that area he knows that he cannot stop you from experiencing heaven on earth he knows So because of that, he's working over time to shake your faith. He's working over time to make you throw in the towel. He's working over time to cause you to become so discouraged that you don't want to apply faith in God anymore. He does things to cause you to begin to question God. Let's say, if God is there, why am I going through what I'm going through? How many people have felt like that sometimes? You've been there. We've all been there. Some of you look so holy as if you don't know what I'm talking about. I know you. You've been there. (laughs) You've been there. Yes. Lord, where, where are you? Yeah. We're asking those questions sometimes. Yeah. It's like when the angel came to Gideon, mighty man of valor. He says, where are the miracles that we heard about? Where, Where is the God? If God is with us, how come these things are happening? How come we're being oppressed? Come on. If God is with me, how come I'm not having a breakthrough? Come on. You know what I'm talking about. If God is with me, how come I'm still in pain? If God is with me, how come the enemy is still harassing me? That's why you need to understand faith and how it works. Because there is an answer to those questions. And they are found in the Word of God. They are found in the Word of God. You know, religion has also damaged us in the era of faith. Because religion makes you think, okay, well, what will be, will be. God is sovereign, so he just, he, everything, if it is His will, it will just happen. No, I beg to differ. I don't care if you're a professor of theology. And if that's what you are teaching, you're wrong. Glory to God. If that were true, God would have saved the whole world by now. The whole world would be born again. Because it's his will for all people to be saved. How come... Not everyone is saved. Yet it is God's will for everyone to be saved. So you can't say that what you are going through is because it is the will of God. No, it is not because it is the will of God. There are other factors that are determining what is going on in your life. There are other factors. People say, if God, if there is God, how much there's so much suffering in the world? It's not God's fault. That they suffering in the world. I mean, we've been praying for Ukraine. It's not God's fault that Ukraine is being invaded. Are you getting my point? Yeah, it's not God. It's God did not. God did not plan that. God did not engineer that. So that's why we will pray. Because if it is God's will for them to be invaded, then we shouldn't pray. We shouldn't pray against it. Or if it is God's will for you to be sick, then don't pray against sickness. Just say, ouch, God, your will is so painful. This pain. Don't even go to the doctor. Just stay at home. Because it is God's will. If things just happen because it's God's will. But that is what has robbed us. Many of us think like that. Do we believe those kind of things? We're believing that everything is God's will. No! Not everything is God's will. So God is looking for people. And when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith? God is looking for people who will stand. I will say, this is not the will of God. And because it is not the will of God, I say no to it. That's why faith is important. You see? Yeah. So instead of resigning to circumstances, resigning to situations, resigning to your feelings, resigning to just faith... Faith and faith are not the same. Okay? Faith, F-A-T-E and F-A-I-T-H. They're not the same. Okay? So, religion is teaching us about faith. It's like, it is God's will. What will be, will be. You can't stop it. Huh? Huh? They say, oh, this person had a crush. You say, well, it's God's will. No. The thief comes not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. John 10.10. So the Word of God makes it clear, but religion has blinded us and it has given us spectacles that cause us to misinterpret the Word of God. And so because of that, the enemy continues advancing and advancing in our lives, in our generation, in our families, and so on. So that's why you need to understand faith. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Your favorite scripture. (laughs) Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Okay? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And we've spent a bit of time looking at that verse, especially two key words. Mm? The word for substance and the word for evidence in the Greek. Remember? Yes. So we're not going to dwell on that today. But I just want to take you a a little further, okay? Remember, it has been proven scientifically that matter is made up of uh, atoms, right? There are atoms that are that that form that come together. Billions of atoms, and you know, I don't even know how many will be in this, but I can imagine so much. You know, there's a concentration, and those in in in, in the atom, you know that there are uh, protons, electrons, neutrons, right? And these things, they, they are going, they are um, constantly uh, in c- kind of orbit, right? And, but there's a force that is keeping them together, okay? There's a force that keeps them together. There's, there's a force that keeps them together. If, if, if my memory serves me right, I think is it's centrifugal force, whatever. I, I can't remember again. But there's a force that keeps them together. What is that force? It's kind of like gravity. Just like on the earth we have gravity, you know, um, for, for atoms and so on, there's a force that keeps them together. So they are constantly going, but they, can't, they won't go far. They, 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 keep, they keep orbiting, you know. And, but you see, what is happening is that it is showing you a picture of how things happen in the spirit. It's showing a picture of how things happen, you know, in the unseen realm. And I've said to you before that the fact that you don't see something does not mean it doesn't exist. All right? Because we know, we know scientifically that although, I mean, I've never seen an atom with my eyes, you know, I've never, you know, but it's there. Why? Because there are instruments. There are powerful instruments that are able to identify them. There are powerful instruments that are able to Help man to see. During the time of Jesus, man didn't have the technology that we have today. They didn't have nanotechnology at that time. But now we have technology. And we can see. Do you know that the things that determine your life are in the nano level? So that's why viruses and things like that, you can't see them. But they are so powerful. They're so powerful in causing destruction in the lives of people. But you don't see them. You can't just say, oh, well, I don't see it, so it doesn't exist. No, it's there, but it's just that you don't see it. Okay, so they're operating at a particular frequency that your eye cannot process it. They're operating at a frequency that your eye cannot process it, but it is there. So in the same way there are things God has spoken concerning you that are operating at a frequency that your eye cannot see. But in the realm of faith, your eye can see. Eyes of faith. Faith has the ability to see the invisible. Are you getting my point? So faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So I want you to know that you cannot afford to live life just based on what you see, or just on what you feel, or just on what you hear. You cannot build your life just on that. Why? Because there's much more to life than what you see. There's much more to life than what you hear. There's, I mean, do you know that we're here now? Do you know that there are sound waves in this place? But how come you can't hear it? Huh? 702. Radio 702. The, the waves are in this place. But how come you can't hear it? Come on. There is BBC here. <laughs> Voice of America is here. But how come Radio France is here? They're all in here, but we can't hear them. So it, you, you, you make a mistake if you think and you live your life as though because I can't hear this thing, then it is not real. No. No. Don't make that mistake. You will be making a big mistake, and you cannot walk with God if you have that kind of mindset. Yeah. Or, oh, well, if God is here, how come I can't feel Him? Come on. You are wiser than that. You're wiser than that. Give yourself more credit. Okay? You might not feel it, but it's real. I can't feel all the all the all all the all the radio waves in this place, I can't feel them. I can't feel the electromagnetic waves in this place. I can't feel them. How many of you, when you go to do x-ray, then you see how they put, they put all those things to, to cover your vital organs. Why do they do that? Because you might not feel it but the fact that you don't feel it does not mean, are you following me? It does not mean that there are no powerful radiations that will come out of that thing and can have negative impact. So, those, those, you, you, you are covered to be protected from, that, from those radiations, although you don't feel it. So how come when it comes to walking with God, when it comes to the things of the Spirit, say, well, if it's real, how come I don't feel it? Come on. Get spiritually educated. Okay? You might not feel it, but it's real. You might not see it, but it's, it's there. You might not hear it, but it's there. Hallelujah. Why? Your your feelings are designed for something else. Not to pick spiritual things. Are you getting my point? Yeah. That's not what they were created for. Your feelings are created to help you interact with the earth. With the physical environment. That's what your feelings are for. So, don't take them into the realm of the spirit and try to use them to determine what is happening in the spirit. That's where we make mistakes. So, let's not do that. Same with your ears. Same thing. Say, oh, well, you know, I mean, if God is there, where is he? I used to have some time with some atheists and we used to engage. In and they say, prove to me that God is there. I said, you prove to me that he's not there. <laughs> yeah, prove to me that there's no God. Then you start telling me about evolution and all those things. Huh? And we know, we know. You know, there are some basic there are some basic scientific um, rules and principles that if, 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 you, if you apply them even to some of those things you are taught, you'll find that they are flawed. Yeah? So even when, you have a, even when there's a theory, the theory is, 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 um, is proposed. Somebody proposes, says this is a theory. Then what happens? There is some experimentation. Is that not so? There's experimentation, there's observation, correct? Yeah, then you have to uh, experiment, observe, as you experiment and you observe, you watch and watch. Then you now come up with your conclusions, and then those conclusions will either be accepted or rejected, right? Am I correct? Scientists, please, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. So, I asked, I said, okay, this evolution... When did the observation take place? Okay? When did the experiment happen? All right? Yeah. So, who did the experimentation to confirm this observation? How did we come to this conclusion? Let's ask ourselves. And that will tell you that Evolution is not science. It's a religion. That has been packaged. That has been packaged into a scientific textbook to take people away from God. And then after that, you start telling me, you know, you can't have faith and all of that. But evolution requires faith. It's in the wrong direction. You have to believe. Okay. Okay. Sorry, you are not the ones. (laughs) I'm talking as if I'm I'm, as if you are 80s. You are not the ones. (laughs) But I'm just I'm just expressing some of my conversations in the past (laughs) with these people. You know, I said, "Okay, fine. Okay, if we came like this." And then now we develop a tail, and then after some time the tail now started getting short, and then now it's no more. What are we going to evolve into? Where are the experiments that showed to confirm what you are saying? Just, just a figment of somebody's imagination, nothing more. And then you tell me I shouldn't have faith in God, but you have faith in that nonsense. That has no basis. Come on. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Amen? Yes. Then in verse 3 it says, By faith we understand that the walls were framed. The walls were framed by the Word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Okay. So things in the macro level were made of things from the nano level, <laughs> if I can put it that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So there are things, the things, everything you see came is a concentration of many, many, many nanoparticles compressed together. I don't know the space between them, but imagine if the space is, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not an expert in science, but, you know, but imagine all of that put together. Now enables you to see. You say, oh, wow. And that's why, you know, there can be something in your body, and then medical technology now has enabled us. They will look into your body, and then they'll say, this is what we see. Huh? I'm feeling like this. Then you go for a test. They go test it Then they now tell you, they identify what you are feeling. Why? Because there's technology to help you to see what it is that is going on in there. So in the same manner, when you get into the Word of God, I'm telling you, the Word of God is God's technology. That is God's technology that He has used. And that's why if you can make time, you know, continue to feed upon the Word of God, continue to build your spirit mind, continue to meditate on the Word of God, continue to get the Word into your system, it will get to a point that is, is going to start affecting you in very positive ways. Because in case you don't know, the Word of God has a lot of energy. It has the protons of God in it. It has the protons of God. And like I said to you, those are the positive charge. Hallelujah. The positive charge of God. And that is what is going to change situations. That's what is going to enable you to change circumstances. So many of us, the mistake we make is that we do, we do like, we behave like those people that started evolution, right? Right? they just sit down and start imagining something. So after you imagine that thing, you now begin to put it down, what you imagine. And then you now try to find an intelligent way of communicating what you imagined. And then start convincing yourself that what you imagined, you start convincing yourself that what you imagined Is the truth. (laughs) And then they start putting it in textbooks. So many people like that, you might not be putting it in textbook, but you've reserved it in the textbook of your brain that this is the truth. That's why you can't live by feelings. You need the Word of God. If you don't know what to do, Let me tell you something. If you are struggling, struggling with your faith, just take the word of God. Just be reading it every day. Just read it. Spend one hour, two hours, just reading it out loud. Just be reading it out loud. Just continue doing that for some time. I'm telling you, you will be shocked. After some time, you'll be shocked at the impact it will have on your life. I'm talking from experience. But you see, the problem with Christians is that we we just want magic. We just want something to just happen and then just solve everything without any taking uh, without taking any responsibility. And you know, say, "Well, I have faith, but you know, I don't know how come it didn't work. It, it didn't work because you are not in faith." Yeah. It, Or it didn't work because you have not finished going through the process. Or it didn't work because it's still coming. It's still being translated from the unseen realm, from the nano level. Okay, it's still being being processed. There's a process that you have to go through. But I know we're in a microwave generation, but in the spirit, there's no microwave. So just put three minutes. You go to Woolies, buy, you know, buy that meal. Three-minute meal. Put in the microwave, beep, 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 three minutes. And even that three minutes, you are struggling. <laughs> hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah and then we take the same mindset to our relationship with God. And God doesn't have a clock. He doesn't use watch. So you can't give him time. If you tell God, "Oh, I want you in 3 minutes." He has no there's no watch in heaven. So you can't relate with God like that. Are you getting my point? Yeah, so if you're going to live in the supernatural, these things I'm telling you, would they're critical. And you must master these basics of faith. Because the time is going to come that you will get to a level in your faith. That the moment you say something, it would happen. But you have to get to that place. You have to develop to that place. Don't wait for it to just drop on you. No, no, it, you have to develop it. Okay? Yeah. So, how do we um, break this thing down? Okay, before I go to the next point, let me just... <coughs> <coughs> excuse me. Let me just explain this. The fact that you have faith, okay? Faith... Um. Let me see how to put it. Okay, faith, all right? Faith is always targeted. Okay? Faith is always targeted. Don't look at faith like a a light beam. Don't look at faith like that. If it's going to change things, right? Like you put, you see this light? Everywhere is bright. That's all it can do is to show. But it can't do much. But now when you take the same light and you concentrate it and it becomes laser. Huh? When it becomes a laser beam, it can cut through steel. Steel that is as as big as this. They just use they will just use laser. And cuts it. But you know that that laser is just light. It's light. But, you know, it's concentrated. So what I'm trying to say is this. Faith also operates like that. So that's why you can find, you can have faith. Your faith can be strong for finances. But it doesn't mean that it is strong for healing. Are you getting my point? Yeah. So, you if if you build it in the era of finances and you build it strong then you now start have to build it for finances hallelujah then you have to build faith for properties come on you start you build it 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 is you have to develop it concentrate those protons To begin to work in that area. So it's targeted. That's what I mean by it's it's targeted. Faith is targeted. So the mistake we make is that we think, okay, I have faith. Then everything just no, no, you are not God. You are not God. God is all powerful. Why? Because his faith is potent in every every area, every, you know. But you are not like that. Because of the Fallen nature were limited, so we still have to grow. We have to keep developing. And that's why you must not interrupt your spiritual development. You must not interrupt your faith. You must not interrupt your, your um, assimilation of the, the Word of God and the things of God. If you are not consistent, you will be weak. Hear me very well. If you are not consistent, you are going to be weak. Your faith will be weak. So you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent. You come to church once in six weeks and you want to be strong. How do you want to do it? Even physically, it doesn't work like that. Are you getting my point? Or oh, you feed on the word of God, you know, only on Sundays. How are you going to be strong? How do you want to do it? It, it, not, it doesn't work like that. So, even if you are training, imagine someone who is training an athlete who is training for Olympics and then he only wants to eat once a week. What kind of training? How, how effective? Or maybe he wants to train, he'll eat once a week, and then he goes to train when he feels like. No. There's what he does on a daily basis. At a particular time, there is a program. The the coach will give him a program. You have to follow this. You have to do this at this time. Every day you have to do this. Every day you have to do this. That's, That's how it works. So what we have is that people are being religious because they carry a Bible and they say praise the Lord and they say hallelujah and they say amen. They think that that's the same as faith. So when the time, that is, uh, the, 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 the time to, to manifest and to operate in the supernatural comes, they now stand up and say, hey, in the name of Jesus. And the, the devil is looking and saying, who are you? What do you think you are doing? Yeah, because you haven't taken time to build. You haven't taken time to develop. Come on. That's why we're making, we're, we're making the Word available. We, we have a reading program. Daily Bible reading program. We have, we have the Word online for you. We, we make all of this available. We have connect groups, these prevailing women. I've just started something with the men now, you know, and weekly feeding the men with the word of God. This thing, you have to start putting it on a daily basis consistently. That's how you develop spiritual muscles. It's not physical muscles. You go to the gym and you build. And then when, when, when a situation comes, you now... Haven't you seen strong men commit suicide? What do you think is responsible for that? So you can be strong physically, but be weak mentally. You can be strong physically, but be weak spiritually. You can be strong spiritually, but be weak emotionally. So strength does not immediately translate to every area of life. You see, you see where we're missing it? So that's why you need to be consistent. Consistent. Applying the word. Going daily. Daily. Consistently. On a daily basis. Feeding your faith. Feeding your faith. Feeding your faith. Feeding your faith. Feeding your faith on a daily basis. Because the time is going to come. The need will arise. And then you'll find with ease. Hallelujah. You will rise above that situation. Why do we get defeated? Is it because the devil is strong? No. That's not why we get defeated. We get defeated because we fail to develop. That's why. So... Build yourself. Build yourself up on your most holy faith. Amen. Praying in the Holy Spirit. It's like prayer. You're not prayerful. Then all of a sudden something comes. Hey, Almighty God, Almighty God. me. Who are you fooling? You have not built it. You have to build it consistently. Sit down consistently on anointed teaching. Let it affect you. Let it wash you. Let it wash off all the junk you've taken in. Let it, let it, let it correct your belief systems. Because those things you believe, those things are negative. Um, those, those, those are uh, negative powers of the enemy that are designed to keep you under. And he will continue to release those things. Because he knows if you get it right in faith, he can't stop you. So what does he do? He starts engineering things. He starts engineering circumstances to bring you to a point where you get discouraged, to bring you to a point where you say, it doesn't work. I tried that. It doesn't work. It's like you're going to the doctor. The doctor says, oh, well, you need this medication. Take this antibiotics. And you take it by the next day. You say, doctor, this thing doesn't work. And you throw it away. What's wrong with you? You have to stay the course. You have, to, you have to continue. It doesn't matter how you feel. Finish it. You finish it before you go back and say, okay, doctor, I've finished. Then he'll tell you what next to do. But no, we are too smart. No, I prayed, you know, I, I, I recited Psalm 91 and nothing happened. I recited. Hello? Can you can you can you see how how foolishly we've been operating with God and we wonder why the supernatural seems to always evade us And that's why Christians are being deceived somebody will say oh well you know there's this person in this place If you go there oh my god so powerful he will just, even if, if he just, your 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 problem is over. Those guys are smart business people, <laughs> huh? Yeah, you know how to operate, you use psychology to manipulate people, and then sell you some thing for you know. Sell you what you already have in your house for so many thousands. Huh? And then sell time. Five minutes. You know you pay <laughs> a friend of mine went to pay I did fourteen thousand to see somebody. You should have just given me that money and I will <laughs> help you. <laughs> free of charge just give it to me but I I give you counsel free of charge I pray for you free of charge but no you will go to somebody who has strategically positioned himself and put a fee of so much and people are going people love to be exploited I don't understand Why? They don't know the word. If you read the Bible and you see, these signs shall follow them that believe. You see what God has destined for you, what God has already given to you, what God has already made available to you. You have it there and then you go to somebody who is asking you to pay for what you already have. Come on. Hey, help me somebody. I'm trying to understand this thing. It's a mystery to me. But that's the power of ignorance. My people have gone into captivity before they, because they lack knowledge. Isaiah chapter 5. That's what Isaiah said. My people, they have gone into captivity. They, have, they took themselves into captivity because they lack knowledge. They don't know. That's why. They go and surrender to become slaves. May the Lord help us. When the Son of Man comes, will He find faith in the earth? If Jesus comes into your house, will He find faith? Will He find faith if He comes to you? If He comes to visit you, will He find faith in your heart? Will He find faith in your heart? Hmm? So I say, oh well, you know this judge. There's no power. There's no power. You don't let me say what is in my mind. You don't know what power is. Hmm? You know that every every atom has energy. There is power everywhere. Positive, negative. I'm trying to get into something and I got distracted. I don't know what you guys are doing to me today. But you know, faith, if we're gonna walk by faith, okay, I said I said faith sees the invisible. Okay? Faith hears the inaudible. Faith can handle the intangible. Okay? So that's why you need to develop it. You already have it. It's not that you don't have it. But you, you're not developing it. So you need to start developing it. Okay. You need to start developing it. So you need to now be able to position yourself where, okay, let's, let's, let's put it this way, like a process, okay? You put yourself in a place where you are able to hear God. That's why reading the Word is so important. You are able to hear God, all right? So when you hear You need to hear until what you hear becomes sight. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Okay, so you need to hear until. Don't hear and say, oh, well, yeah, I've heard that before. No, no, no. It has not produced sight. So keep on hearing. Okay? Keep on hearing. Keep on hearing until what you hear produces sight so you put yourself in a place where you can hear God and when you hear God you hear until what you hear begins to produce sight say pastor is that not new age what is new age Let me show you a few scriptures. Um, Joshua chapter one. Let's look at Joshua chapter one. Joshua chapter one, verse eight. This is, this is a, this is a key scripture. Where the Lord was giving Joshua a template. Okay, Joshua 1.8. Okay, thank you. It's, he says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Okay? But you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may what? Observe to do according to all that is written in it. Then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. All right? So just hold on to that. Pause there. And let's go to Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 3. In Proverbs chapter 3, what is that place now? Um, Is it chapter 3 or chapter 4? Chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. It says, My son, give attention to what? To my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Okay? Next verse. Do not let them depart from your Okay, all right. So you see here, you're hearing until it gets to a point that it starts producing sight. Okay? Give attention to my word. Continue to give attention. Continue to give attention. Continue to give attention. Continue to give attention. As you keep giving attention, as you keep giving attention to it, it gets to a point that your sight, spiritual sight, is affected. You start what you are hearing, what you are hearing starts producing sight. For example, you are you want to build your faith for healing. Okay, You want to build your faith for healing, what you do, you start listening to the Word of God on healing. You start reading scriptures on healing. Start reading. Dwell there. Dwell there until it gets to a point that you start seeing. You start seeing it not on the pages of your Bible. You start seeing it on your heart. Hallelujah! You start seeing it on your heart, and by time it by time it moves to that. Once it moves to that point, oh my goodness, you are making progress. Now it doesn't matter how long it's going to take, but just stick there. If it's going to take twenty years, stay there until it produces sign. Okay. So then now, when it produces sight, then he says, do not let them depart from your eyes. So that sight it has produced, guard it. That's where the power is. That's where the protons are. Keep it. That's where the positive charge for healing is. So keep it in the midst of your heart. So As you're doing that, the enemy will be bringing things to distract you. Maybe the more you do that, the more you see that, the more painful you feel in your body. But you see, the devil has access to the body, but he doesn't have access to your spirit. So, keep working on the spirit. Keep working on that. The mistake we make is that when... When we feel this way, we say, oh, but I thought, you know. No, 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 you, you've missed it. So hold on to that. I feel this way in my body, but I see this in my spirit. Hold on to the one you are seeing in your spirit. Hold on to what you are seeing in your heart. That's what it's saying. So you, you dwell, here. position yourself to hear enough. To now begin to see. And that which you begin to see. Hallelujah. Ooh. Once you get to that place, it's a breakthrough already. Now, there's no manifestations, but a breakthrough has already happened because you've already moved into that nano level where you start interacting in the spirit realm. So you get to that place then it starts affecting how you talk. Hallelujah. Like when we say 10% of Midran. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's not in the... We're not looking in the physical. No, we've, we've already seen it. Hallelujah. So we're holding on to that which we see. We're holding on to that picture in the heart. Because that word has already produced a picture and we're holding on to that. So we just let the process go on. So don't take your microwave thinking or microwave generation thinking into the spirit in your walk with God. You will stumble if you do that. Are you getting my point? So once you do that, once you see, it's now beginning to get, you you, you are seeing it. Let what you are seeing start exciting you. Hallelujah. Irrespective of how you feel, let what you are seeing become more real than what you are feeling in your body. Okay? As you begin to do that, I'm telling you, that's the spirit of faith. You now begin to talk, begin to speak what you are seeing, not what you are feeling. Speak what you are seeing now. You now begin to say, oh, yes, hallelujah. Amen. According to the Word of God, this is what I see. I see myself free. I see myself healed. I see myself, you begin to declare that on a daily basis. Begin to speak that. Start speaking that. Start talking like that. And people will think you are out of your mind. It's okay. They were not there when you saw it. In the spirit. They were not there. So it's okay. If they misunderstand you, it's okay. Just forgive them and continue. Don't get mad at them. Don't get angry. No, just stick. Be focused. You are working on something. <laughs> Hallelujah. And as you continue to do that, then it starts affecting your language. Your language. And then not only that, it starts affecting your actions. You start behaving in a particular way. Your behavior changes. You're no more seeing yourself as a victim. You're not seeing yourself as, oh, God, why have you forsaken me? No, no, you're not thinking like that. You're thinking, you are excited. Yeah, I can't wait. Yes, this is it. I grab it by faith, and you hold on to it. My time is gone. I'll stop. We'll continue next week. But let me just finish with this testimony. Smith Wigglesworth. How many people have heard of Wigglesworth? Apostle of faith. This guy walked in raw power. I think he raised about 26 people um, from the dead. Okay? (laughs) So, if anybody knows faith, that guy does. Now, he didn't get there overnight, but he developed it over time always feeding on the Word, always, always, on a daily basis. Every, he said every 30 minutes he prays, every 30 minutes. He never goes for more than 30 minutes without praying, and never goes for, you know, no, never prays for more than 30 minutes, but never prays, goes for more than 30 minutes without praying. So he's building some protons, Okay? And then the Word, he is feeding on the Word. Always, every time. If he's not praying, he's in the Word. If he's not in the Word, he's in prayer. He, unless he's ministering. That's all he did. So he built so much protons. Now he went somewhere to minister, and there was this guy. I think he was, I can't remember if he was an amputee, or he was born without limbs. So we also was there in, the, in their house. Um, he was ministering in town and he was living in their house. And then he told the guy, Go and buy shoes tomorrow. Now, this guy has no limbs. He said, Go and buy shoes. Now, if you are the one, put yourself in that person's shoes. How are you going to respond? He has no legs, no feet. Let me put it that way. He has no feet. But say go and buy shoes. So the guy went to the shop. And he bought shoes. First of all, they ask him what size do you want? <laughs> you know? Just just give me shoes. Whatever. So the guy bought shoes. He came. And he put the shoes by his bedside. So when he wakes up, the shoes are there. And you know, there was a day he woke up. And pff, legs came out. Real story. And guess what? The shoe was his size. God makes no mistakes. Hallelujah. So who knows, maybe Wigglesworth saw the man with feet. Maybe in the spirit he saw it. Because that's why some of you that see visions and so on, you need to know how to make use of those things. Yeah. He bought shoes. And boom. Legs, everything grew out. Supernatural. God has said to us about the unimaginable, the supernatural, and the extraordinary. These things cannot happen without faith. So that's why I'm taking time to help you to understand these things. And don't be confused about anything. Hallelujah. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name. We glorify you. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the spirit of faith in this house. Lord, my God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I bless your name. I bless your name. Hallelujah. Because I know that you're already at work in the lives of your people. I banish the spirit of unbelief from this house in the name of Jesus. I banish the spirit of doubt banish every spirit that opposes the supernatural I come against you right now in the name of Jesus every spirit of fear every double mindedness I come against you right now in the name of Jesus break that break that mighty God thank you Jesus we bless your name we bless your name now if you are here and you want to give your life to Jesus I want to pray for you maybe you're not born again whether if you're online or you want to do it if you are here raise your hand and I'll pray for you is there anybody you want to receive Jesus into your heart I don't see any hand okay we'll just say it for those those of you watching online you want to give your life to Jesus just say this after me. Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart that he is Lord. I confess with my mouth that He's my Lord and Savior. Jesus, come into my heart. Make me a brand new person. Cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate. Cause me to love your word. Give me a heart that loves your presence. That loves your people. That loves your house. A heart that loves your presence. A heart that loves your word. I receive that right now. Thank you for forgiveness of sin. I receive you. Come into my heart, Lord. And make my my heart your home. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let me pray for you, Father. I thank you for my brother, my sister, watching, and I pray this prayer. I speak over their lives, speak over their hearts right now. I break every power of the enemy in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Every every chain over their lives, I command them to be broken right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I declare your kingdom over them. Oh, Father, I declare the new creation, the realities of the new creation to dawn upon them. Thank you, Father. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yes. We're going we're gonna to make some uh, declarations right now. Yes. We're going to declare. Let me... Let me get the the declaration. Say this after me. It says, I am crossing over. I have crossed over. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. I am one with the Almighty. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit and I are one. God's proton powers are activated in my life for quantum leap and unimaginable manifestations. Therefore, I am crossing over from death to abundant life and supernatural breakthrough. I know I have crossed over crossing over from death and destruction, from death and destruction into abundant life and supernatural breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, I'm crossing over into divine life and miraculous preservation. I'm crossing over from ignorance and foolishness to divine revelation inspired insight supreme understanding and infinite wisdom I'm crossing over from poverty and lack from want into prosperity limitless riches and abundant wealth I'm crossing over from confusion failure and frustration to clarity of vision good success great fulfillment and satisfaction I'm crossing over from crippling doubt and paralyzing defeat into great faith and unprecedented victory I'm crossing over from the prison of fear and torment into divine courage and courageous and glorious liberty. I'm crossing over from malignant hatred, malice, and bitterness to unfailing love, forgiveness, perfect peace, perpetual joy, and pleasantness in the name of Jesus. That's your new reality. Receive it by faith. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.